You'll, it'll be an easy lead in. You'll, you know, we just be kicking in the shit. Wait, you know. Put this on silent just to be sure. Put it on silent. Still texting on this phone instead of being a part of the podcast. Why do you do this, this every do. time? Like, why this you stay trying to put me on blast, bruh? This is what we do. I'm John. looking out for outside interferences and interruptions. Don't worry about it. And this is shit he could have done, he could have did 30 minutes ago. Y'all, if y'all would just like fund us and help us to get this studio, me texting my homegirl not to walk in on us while we're recording wouldn't have to be a constant thing. Yo, hey, amen. Then next, and also that will help us get another mic. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> we be huddled over one mic. We making this shit happen. Hey, but, uh, y'all need to know how we do this shit. <laughs> God damn it. So, yo, she brought drinks, man. Huh? Yeah, man, we got a we got a visitor today. We What's got good? we got a homie in the house. Oh, come on to the head. <laughs> Take a shot. Take a shot. Let's go. Oh, you gonna drink with me? I'm gonna do it. Dang, hey, I'm just gonna do this. Hold up, y'all just. <laughs> oh, well, like, hey, I didn't, you didn't, I didn't even see it on the table. Savage. I didn't even see it on okay, the table. I definitely see didn't. I didn't see it. Right, okay, ready? All right, all right. All right. Cheers. To the homies. Hey. To the homies. To a great podcast today. Episode 12 about this, though. Oh. For the culture. For the culture. That's what they say, right? I know you guys hear. That's my homies podcast. Shout out to them. I know you guys hear another voice. Uh, we got the homie Adrian here. What's good? How you doing? How you doing? I'm good. Adrian, a.k.a. Dandy of Do Tell Podcast. What's okay. up? So, um, you said Do Tell Podcast? Do Tell Podcast, yes. So, you know, just fill us in and tell us a little bit about the podcast. and Word. Uh, Do Tell Podcast is a place for queer people of color to come and tell their story. So, I actually open up the podcast by sharing my own coming out letter, followed by my coming out story, mm-hmm. interviews with my immediate family to talk about my sexuality and how they found out. Hmm. As a word that was mad traumatic. That is interesting. Mad traumatic. Wait, with your family? Yes. My huh. my mom actually found out because the police told her. Whoa, wait. Yes. <laughs> That's how that happened. Wait, what do you mean? It's it's a it's a long, wait. intricate story. You, you, before, you ain't got to get too deep. We'll get there. Yeah, before we get too deep into it, we will be interviewing you later on in the podcast. But, uh... Got some uh, got some business to take care of first. Handle you sure it. do. First of all, how you been, brother? Well, you know, I've been cooling. It's been an interesting weekend. I worked this fucking gay wedding, y'all. Cute. It, in theory, it was going to be cute, but they turned out to be... Did you see Get Out? Oh, shit. Stop. I felt like, I, like me and my homegirl and my other friend were in the movie Get Out. It was scary. I'm but sorry. yeah, the weekend was cool. Um... So you're not gonna ask me about my weekend. Fuck you too. Oh, Joe. <laughs> I mean, how was your weekend? Damn. All right. Well, I was in New York. God, oh, were you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I what was happened there? I went to um, HBCU Spring Coming. That's where all the folks from different HBCUs come through uh, in New York and come together and have a good time. I guess I'm trying to explain it better, but yeah, it was a picnic on Saturday. It was I mean, a, it looked like a good time. It was a lot of, it was a lot of dope events, man. I only went to a couple. 
I was uh, hanging out. Hey, man, I got to thank my cousin for always taking care of me when I get out there. My cousin Ashley, um, she's always taking care of me when I'm out, when I'm in there in uh, New York City, in Brooklyn. Um, Brooklyn. And, yeah, it was a great time. It was a beautiful situation. All these beautiful black folks come together to just party and, you know, also a little networking. Um, it looked real black and lovely from your Snapchat. Oh, man, it was beautiful, man. I always enjoy myself. Um, shout out to them for... Uh, for hosting a great event. Um, also, uh, I, man, I got to shout out everybody who was just like, who I got to hang out with and uh, took care of me. My homegirl, Sada, man, that throws the Everyday People party um, based in New York. They've also been out here in L.A., had a great time at their party when it was in L.A., but she took care of me when I was out there. We partied, um, showed me around Fort Greene. Good times, man. And, uh, yeah, I'm still very happy to be home. I see you was rocking the me and the gay homie hoodie. Yo, man, I'm trying to promote, baby. I'm trying to, you know what I mean? <laughs> Folks, I was like, y'all got yeah. merchandise? I saw that on Instagram. Listen, I was like, shit, listen, I want a hoodie too. Listen, all my <laughs> shit, I'm promoting everything I do. From podcasts, I'm talking about the photographer's paint party. Respect. To the get comfy day party, man. I'm trying to get it. So, we're going to get it. You better plug. Oh, and we also, uh, so, me and John just did a photo shoot, so we got some new photos coming oh, out. Oh, shit. Shout out, <laughs> shout out to the homie. You know, we're trying to brand Asha. ourselves okay. and whatnot. Um, yo. Fuck, what is her photo, uh, her... Um, I need some exclusives. Photographer, uh, her photography... What are you trying to say, old Instagram. man? Instagram. I'm trying to... <laughs> what is that, uh... The I'm Insta, trying to make sure... Uh, look, look, I want her to get Insta some... Insta chat. I want her to shut up. <laughs> you know I'm old as... Just hit up. Man, yo, I'm gonna have to... Fuck, I don't remember what it is. Look, just look it up. We can shout her out at the end. Yeah, all right. She knows what's all Oh, 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 here it is, here it is. I got it, I got it. Finally. I know. Damn. Are we going to edit this? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, the homie Isaiah was our photographer. She shot some great shots. We're going to show. Um, I'm going to put them out in a little bit. Um, her Instagram is visions through my retina. So, check that out. Follow. Get her to take some pictures for you. Pay up. But yeah, you'll see it. Or and I'm going to run through. Yeah, check it out. Yeah, shouts to you know. Man, I'm checking out her Instagram shouts to right women now. Hustling out here. Let me see. Dope. Yeah, y'all need to go over to IG. Yeah. <laughs> Do what's right for you and your brand. You know, yeah, business through my retina. Um, dope. So. 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 First things first, man. Serena Williams is pregnant. How you feel about that, bro? Congratulations. Con- congratulations to Serena. I'm, I feel good about it. I feel any, but that's, anytime anybody's pregnant, I'm always like, oh my God, you're bringing life into the world. Your womb is so magical. Oh my God. But. Then you know <laughs> the reality of everyone having an opinion about things kind of yeah. makes its way into the conversation, which is um, the fact that she, of course, I'm sure we know her fiance, mm-hmm. husband. Is it? Did they get married yet? No, they were just engaged. Yet. Like yeah, yeah she yeah. had a baby at Willow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, that's a whole nother episode. <laughs> no, oh no, baby's not here. Wedlock. I'm not in my house. God damn it. Nah, um, we all know her baby daddy white, so <laughs> naturally that's <laughs> been a thing that everybody's been talking about. That's her baby daddy? Hey, look. Could be Drake. Messy. I don't know, man. I feel like Drake just eats pussy. <laughs> we talked about this last time, and I told you that that's not normal. I feel like Drake don't fuck, man. I feel like he's just out here eating everybody's I pussy. I just don't see Rihanna fucking with somebody repeatedly who was only eating her pussy, but then I again, maybe. Maybe he's ass too. Maybe that's all she needed at that. At that time. Anyhow, no, no, man, we look, get off track. We get off track. He just seems like the type, of like, 
no, baby, I don't want to do that. I just want to pleasure you. I just want to taste. I just want to. I just want to play. I don't need. I don't need satisfaction. I just uh, want to pleasure. That's my satisfaction, you know. I'm lay back. Weird Toronto ass. <laughs> So, but the thing is that everybody's been discussing is the fact that, well, at least my homies brought up to me was the fact that black men, whenever they get with a white woman, it's like torch them, stone them, drag them to the town center. What the hell? You're diluting the race. And Mm -hmm. when a black woman does it, they don't receive the same flack. How y'all feel about that? Look, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sitting here drinking. Don't mind me. <laughs> um, no, I, look, no I'm good. not going to act like I care about that right now. Because mm. I care about way more important things oh, when it comes to this situation. Me. No, when it comes to this current, that situation, mm-hmm. that situation, Serena being pregnant, there are bigger fish to fry. Look. I need her to be, I, I don't need her to be pregnant right now. I need her to there be competing. Go. Oh my God. <laughs> I mean, I, what is, what's going to happen next year? What's going to happen next season? I need her to be ready to win some more Grand Slams. I need her legacy. What if she did it pregnant? (laughs) She already did it pregnant. Right, that's that's what what I was about to say. The Australian Open, she was pregnant. Yes, it matters. That's a long time. Look, man, she's old. After this, she's for one, she's out of her. She's not in her prime anymore. And she's but okay, you're making your you're exactly. making my point. Okay, hold on. She is old, hold so on, she ain't got on. time to be. Listen, but she still got enough in her to win a few more Grand Slams. So you so think she can hold on, so she can secure her legacy as the greatest woman tennis player of all time, possibly the greatest tennis player of all time. Fuck this baby. So you don't. Think, <laughs> that baby so, so what you're saying is. <laughs> A woman's responsibility is to just even a man do whatever look you're you listen, want from her listen. and not what she feels like it will fulfill her own. This has life. nothing to do with her being being a woman. This yes, it does. No, it doesn't. <laughs> How listen. she's Let a man can't get pregnant. Let me this has why. everything to do with her because being a woman. Has, I'm not just talking pregnancy. Say getting married. I feel like a dude getting married would stop him from being the best basketball player because his his focus wouldn't be there. I'd be like, yo. Fuck that shit. Wait a couple years, man. We still need some more out of you. I care about That is not the, the same. You know that's not the damn same. Look, you want close in enough. In fact, niggas probably get more focused when they are married as opposed to being distracted by all these hoes trying to get them getting their jaws no. all the time. No. You a damn why? You know you bullshit now. Okay, possibly. <laughs> but possibly. Look, but look at Steph Curry. Let me go through. Like, I took notes on this shit. He really did. Oh my god! <laughs> she's gonna. I already said it. She's gonna ruin her legacy with this stupid ass baby. Uh, um, I just don't. Oh, like and here we go. Another one. Yeah, I was trying to stay off race, but since you brought it up, that white man has set her up because he knew she was on her way to be <laughs> undeniably the best tennis player ever. Isn't he rich Hold as fuck himself? Doesn't yes. matter. No, that's not. That does no, matter. No, no, actually, that has nothing to do with her legacy as being the greatest tennis player. You of just all time. said he basically trapped her to get him. Listen, no, not it's not trapping her. As okay, far as money. explain. Okay, him setting her up by getting her pregnant means that she may not win another Grand Slam. Because it's going to take some time for her to repair. Says a man who doesn't know how a woman's body actually works after a baby. Um, look. You don't know how quick she's going to snap back. But fuck, fuck snapping back. That's I'll, the point. Hold on. Hold on. Fuck snapping back. We're talking about how long she's out just being pregnant. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to take all that time. You're assuming you know how much time she'll need, though. How long are you pregnant before you have a baby most of the time? 
Okay. Nine months. Oh, you mean, you mean the, yes. in the span of the pregnancy? Yes. What the fuck? Is she going to be gone? This is time. She getting old as fuck. <laughs> look. Hey, y'all. Oh, so, so I look. didn't know that Joe was this much of a tennis fan. First I am. Of all. I am. It's I love quite peculiar. Tennis. I've been a tennis fan since I was like 10. That's real no. cute. So, no, there's nothing cute about that. Don't. <laughs> don't make it soft. Don't make it soft, bro. I mean. So anyway, like I said, that white man had set her up because he knew she was on her way to being undeniably the best tennis player of all time. He's like, oh shit, she might become better than Martina Navratilova. Or That's what Steffi was on his Brav. mind. I, it's on his mind. For it's a fact. I, How do you know I, that it wasn't I, her? Like, what if she wanted this baby? Because again, listen, the, listen, I'm because I, I, it's not what happened. Bro. Get, get an abortion. Bro. Anyway, what? She will be too old. <laughs> a little late for that. Listen, she will Literally. be too old. Somebody punch her. No, no, no. Oh, what? Oh, Listen, do y'all see the extent oh, that men will go God. to for sports? Jesus Christ. <laughs> she will be too old when she's finally recovered from having that stupid baby. Um, and look, let me tell you about us, man. So the white man did it, but the black mm. man pulled out. Common pulled out. Because he wasn't ready to have a child with her. They weren't engaged. Because he knew her legacy had to be secured. This is my thing. He pulled out. Drake ate her out. Boom. This is my thing. I hear you on all of that. Well, not all of it. Y'all about to say you Definitely not all of it. However, I'm always going to come for the position of... Like where, like what the woman is having to deal oh, with, God, and like no, because I, care about I, I, I'm the I have a lot. Of situation. Shut your ass up! <laughs> I have a lot of female friends, and they, they often, and a couple of them are in their thirties. They often complain about the fact that fuck every time I go to the doctor, it's like this daunting thing of them reminding me. You're getting to 35. You might want to start having then, a baby. Then tell them to stop wearing condoms when you when they put it in you. What what? <laughs> How are you you're just contradicting yourself? Oh, but that's different. Yeah, shut not, your ass up. Oh, See, like, no, 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 no. what are you talking no, about? No, that's now. not contradicting because these women are not competing for the Wimbledon or the US Open that. or Australian Open. You are crazy. You are crazy. Hey, I have real life. I don't know what else to say to you. It's, it's very <coughs> simple. Serena's a bad bitch. Mm-hmm. She already won carrying this child. You uh, think it doesn't count when it's on? Like, oh like, yes, it does. Because no, pregnant is pregnant is pregnant. Is pregnant. No, that's okay. Not, that's, okay, hold listen, on. That is so not true. Listen, I don't compare one month to nine month. She ain't about listen, to be out there. You don't know what her body can when do. She, when she gives, <laughs> ain't no black girl magic when it comes to that shit. Oh, <gasps> you must not know Serena because you must not know black girl magic. Thank you. <laughs> she's gonna have this baby. She's gonna take a little time. She's gonna, she's gonna recruit, retire. snap back, she's gonna... and she's gonna come back and slay these bitches like she's been doing. I don't and see her retire. She already though. has it's her over. rightful title. Exactly. Exactly. She, her legacy is already written and claimed. It's not. Any, it's anything so, else is just no, icing on the cake. No, exactly. Just remind no, these hoes. No, it's not. Oh. They still say, arguably, I want her to go out as undeniably the best. Not an arguable. Tennis is predominantly white, so they're always going to argue about her being the best. Period. She can stop that. And she just get rid of this stupid <laughs> baby. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. I'm just like waiting for all of the like anti-abortion people to come <laughs> attacking oh this goddamn God. episode. Listen, I'm pro-choice, and I'm making a choice for. Um, <laughs> we'll see right. that. Um, anybody else? Y'all got anything? I would say this on that topic. To I'll, this is my last thing I'm gonna say. Good. I love how everybody is jumping all over Jesse uh, Williams. For talking to this white girl while going through this separation from his wife. 
These are rumors. Anyhow, don't do my boy like this. These are rumors. It's my cousin. My rumor has about as much weight as your dumbass stance on her killing her oh, baby for a fucking oh. for a fucking medal. So kiss my ass. Do you not believe in abortion? No, I believe that everyone has the right Thank to you. do whatever they need to. Shut your ass up. That was yeah. not a good point. Anyhow, next. <laughs> you want to say I'm killing babies and stuff now? Sip this here. All right, oh, next, wow. next. Do do do. <laughs> next topic is. I'm gonna get your ass an actual button because <laughs> this is getting ridiculous. I know. I need a little like I need that app with like the different song, uh, tones and shit. I would be so mad if you showed here one of those. You know what? I gotta do it. Now I gotta do it. Don't fuck with me. So, uh, next topic is Aaron Hernandez commits suicide. It's actually not funny. That he committed suicide? Well, no. Yeah, definitely not. Oh. That's definitely not funny. But, okay. Aaron Hernandez, a former New England Patriot, Super Bowl winner. Um, uh, the, he's also commit. He's also a convicted murderer. Um, he committed suicide. And this was after he was uh, acquitted of mm, mm-hmm. two of the two yeah double homicide right yeah yeah so right after he hang he hangs himself in his uh in his cell and it was really weird everybody's just really surprised and I was surprised as well and then <laughs> some information came out uh, the plot always thickens these days just- that brother Aaron Hernandez. Could have possibly been bisexual. One of these bisexuals. <laughs> and um, some more information came out that he possibly killed the person he was convicted of murdering, Olin Lloyd, because that man knew that he was bisexual. Olin Lloyd, is, uh, he was dating um, Aaron Hernandez's wife's or baby mama, I don't know what she is, but her, his baby mama's uh, sister. Right. So they're connected and he so the the rumor is that like, this shit is not that Owen out. Lloyd knew that he was out here, you know, uh having a relationship with a guy that he went to um high school with. And him having that information was enough for Aaron Hernandez to take his life. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah, right. that's yeah, I'm just this is all I'm like beginning to hate Possibly the word allegedly because of the news, I swear. So I'm reading, this is off of uh, uh, Daily News, New York Daily News. Hernandez's sexual ambiguity was known to his pal, Odin Lloyd, who was dating the sister of the football star's fiance. Multiple law enforcement sources told Newsweek. Um, they say Hernandez may have murdered Lloyd to ensure that he wouldn't be outed to his bride to be, the crazy. magazine said. That's crazy. Hernandez was allegedly involved with a male high school classmate and he moved a large sum of money into an account for the man before his arrest in the Lloyd killing, according to the report. I'm going to take care of my baby. Amen. Yo, this is crazy. So this is all alleged and rumored, but these are some, I mean, mean, there are some factual, there is some factual information in here to kind of prove the point that, yeah, he may have had a man in his life. Like, but why you got to kill somebody? Like, Talk about it. Like, I just don't understand why you, like, you're you're so terrified of somebody finding out you're gay that you literally gonna kill somebody. Like, that's how hyper masculinity is, isn't it? It's that's, it's toxic. Yo, it's fuck. And this is why we have the podcast. Like, people. I pro- we want you to be comfortable. I promise you, if you come out, it is not that bad on this side. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
It'll be fine. It'll be fine. But, 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 will it be that great as a bisexual man? Hmm. I mean, being gay is one thing. don't even believe that that's a thing. Yeah, being gay is one thing, but if he's yeah. bisexual and he wants to go there and then come over here, you know what I mean? Like, that we know this just by talking to James. many black yeah. women. Oh, yeah. Black women ain't. Our homie James we had on here. Yeah. Black women ain't. A lot of black women I know. Shout out to James. Word. Shit, damn near 100% of black women I know are not fucking with a dude if they know he's bisexual. You said how much percent? 100%. The black Let women. me tell you why that's bullshit. They say that women are very compromising when it comes to a man that they want to be with. They say that because, like, I ain't gonna be with none of that. Da, 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 da. And after you've been dating his ass, he's oh, he's such a good guy. Do you think that maybe that's just like a thing I could get past? Like, women are a lot warmer to that kind of stuff than they claim they are. Because I know a couple I... of my homegirls who, <laughs> anyhow. Now, if you're telling these women beforehand, what do you, what is your percentage on that? Oh, I think it's a beforehand. Damn, I think it's 100% for sure. I still, I still, think, I I still think that's a, a, well, for the women, I know that's a stretch. I think that we are getting to a place where women are starting to be a lot more open-minded when it comes to, like, who they want to date. And that might also just be because they realize that the pool of black men to choose from is probably not that damn wide, so they're kind of settling, which is sad. But... I don't know. The conversations I have with, with my with my homegirls, it's not, they're getting a lot more, uh, I mean. Yo, man, that comes back to, remember I told you, so I had a conversation with a friend of mine, new friend of mine, who mm-hmm. told me that, you know, she, she's not sure if a lot of women are gay or impatient. And. <laughs> That's such an interesting statement. <laughs> she, said, she said impatient because, you know. Maybe she's not finding the right man. Maybe, the, mm. you know, they aren't checking for her. So she's like, eh, I'm not wait, ready to wait around <laughs> for this man. So that young lady over here, she can fill in this time. I mean, I mean. Yo, I, when she told me this, I laughed, but I was like, there's some truth to that. There is, I can't, I can't speak on certain things right now. Maybe one day I can speak on, but conversations we've had, young lady I told you about, mm. That was impatient. Oh, yeah. But also, (laughs) I want to say it's impatient, but that's just like also kind of like a shallow definition of like a woman is seeking sometimes a lot, a lot of different things that a man is seeking in the beginning of a relationship. They, you know, and sometimes another woman can offer that. And it's not, they don't have that wall of masculinity that we I mean girls hold hands together the whole time with their kids they hug they sleep in the same bed they're a lot more touchy yeah. so that I feel like they're getting to that place is not as for a guy yeah. <laughs> where a guy would be like nah yeah. you know what I'm saying like then the only thing that woman ends up missing is a penis which later on that creeps back that. into their head and they're like eh they strap on to that and if you know what you're doing you'll be alright <laughs> man let them know Adrian let them know hey, that ain't gonna work for everybody Cause they have Apparently. Because they have come back. <laughs> From your homegirl story. Apparently. Damn, shut up. Hopefully hey. one hopefully one day. <laughs> God. <laughs> we can uh, discuss some of this. Yeah. Um Alright. Yeah, let's uh is there anything Oh, oh, so there's more to the Aaron Hernandez story. Hmm. So that was just the Owen Lloyd murder and him having a a, a lover on the outside. Mm. 
while he was in prison, oh. he then gets a lover. I mean, naturally. Listen, when I, when I saw this story scrolling through social media, I was just like, his body ain't even cold yet. Yeah. It's not even cold, like chilled yet. For all this drama starts spiking. So I just much. kept on spiking. I Man, said, he deserves all this drama over there killing people because they going to tell Ooh. somebody he's bisexual. He did kill people. <laughs> he killed the motherfucker. Yeah, I have no sympathy. Like, right. He did kill the motherfucker. Like, no sympathy for this But where, where, should our, where should the attention be focused? Like It's like you said. He is out here killing people, but mm. we're not even acknowledging the lives that have passed. We're talking about this dude and all his drama. This is true. His hyper-masculinity and insecurities and how he just really needed that day. And the I media, the media does tend to do that. The media always goes away from yeah. the victim and focuses on like the aggressor or like what true. which is know. why you have this repet you know this repetition happening in these incidents you know okay. you know who doesn't want to be glorified like this in the media when you're not when you're not in your right mind mm-hmm. all right but how are we gonna talk about the moment that got killed is he that interesting i'm just saying like how long what are we gonna say I think it's i think it just speaks I mean, more to i think it just speaks more to society's like need to like we just love, like, we're like, you know what, when animals see another dead animal and they all come and, like, pick at the fucking carnage, like, that's us. Like, we just love to see some juicy-ass crazy it. shit. This motherfucker is a former NFL player, Super Bowl winner. He you're right. killed someone. You're, you're right. And now he possibly killed this man because the dude was going to let people know that he was gay or bisexual? Like, this is some information, yo. It's, you and know then what? It's he kills himself after being acquitted. This is some highlight shit. No, yeah. It's, like, how am I not going to talk about this? No, it's definitely important to talk about on on that end in terms of us having a conversation about men being too afraid to come out and about being afraid to acknowledge being bisexual even because maybe that's not a thing in your mind even though you are. And, like, right. you know, it does take you down a lot of different mental avenues. So, Bro, this is a movie. It's this is totally, a It's movie. totally a movie. Like, And then, all right, the gay lover. Like, he, he wrote... Before he hung himself, he wrote a letter mm. to this man who's in prison as well. That's not romantic. And it was a- <laughs> it's not fucking romantic. I swear to God. And hey, yo, pastors through the cell. Right. Yo, and <laughs> I ain't gonna be here tonight, but pastor. <laughs> Stop. And, and, that was, and that was the last person he saw. Oh, that's. So he wrote a letter to this man. He wrote, thug and he wrote a letter to. To his fiance and his daughter. He wrote a dry ass letter to his fiance and his daughter yeah, about like, like a colorful. Like, he's like, you know, like <laughs> he, just, up. he just said, I'm gonna miss you. Right. Hey, I'm gonna miss y'all. I was fucked up. It's had to happen. <laughs> Dear Bay. Prison Bay. Prison, Prison has Bay. been lovely Damn. only because of you. Yo, this is crazy. It is fucking crazy. You were the bro. light through the cell. Stop. <laughs> oh, man. Somebody had to guide him through while he was in there. Yo, that's, uh, that's wild, man. Um, all right. Just y'all, just please, just yeah, oh my god, don't kill somebody. <laughs> you can throw, I'm sure you could threaten him instead of killing him. Like, there's terrible ways, even but those are still terrible ways of going around just coming out. And nobody would even believe him. Like, you're Aaron Hernandez. That's also true. You look tough and shit. But that also just shows how heavy that was weighing on his side. I know, he was like, You gotta go, bro. <laughs> I got, you don't mean all, but nah, fuck that. You talk too much. Damn. I seen your Instagram posts and your Facebook posts, you be talking. You gotta go. Right. Um, all right, man. <laughs> that's a good one. Damn, that's a good one. I like that oh, yeah? Better. I like that better. Um, so, Carrie Rose got married. <laughs> to a woman. <laughs> if uh, you guys don't know who Carrie Rose is. Look it up. He is a former football player for the Jets and the Cardinals. 
Uh, last played in 2012. He was an all-pro safety in 2006. Like, he was really um, pretty, he was really a good player in the NFL. But there were a lot of rumors about him being... And pictures. Yeah. Shit ton of pictures. I wish, like, we could just show you all these pictures right now. Just, like, go, just go Google it like I did. And I was like, gay. Right. Yeah. Yes. Please. See? Because I didn't want to be the one to, like... I didn't I didn't know who this was. So I literally went and Googled. I was like, gay. See, I was like, what the, are we talking about? The picture about? I saw, it wasn't even with him and a guy. I remember, I was, all I saw was him taking a selfie. I was like, oh, come on. I was like, yeah. Honey. The last things that came up was, like, 2012, 2014. Like, Get my smiles on. I went to Instagram to figure out. I was like, okay, let me look at him some more. You know, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, so this is why we're talking about mm-hmm. him because he just got married. Hmm. So I'm, I'm glad you. I'm to glad both. I'm glad both of <laughs> you said this because I didn't want to come on here and be the straight, the straight guy saying, "Cut gay," because you know that's. Like but I'm glad you thought he was gay as well. <laughs> I feel like I feel like our <laughs> listeners know too by now. You're not like on a gay witch hunt. <laughs> oh, like, look, I'm gay, really not, gay, gay. Hey, I'm actually the guy who's like, nah, I don't think he's you gay. Knew, you knew be giving niggas benefit of the doubt. Yeah, like, I mean, come on, man, he in a full rainbow, like I don't think gay though. Leather suit. He just like wearing vest with, like no, wearing with no shirt on. on. He just wearing like wearing leather vest with no shirt. He like, had this one shirt with like mesh. Stop. Oh, I didn't even see like, that one. When when was when was this? I'm actually jealous. I wish I could wear a mesh. You don't. Um, yeah. Sad. So there there are pictures of him with his assistant, mm-hmm. um, who is obvi- like he's gay for sure. Like oh, you that's know, his assistant. Yeah, that was his assistant. Oh, okay. hmm. But what he assisted him with? Uh, I just, <laughs> <laughs> you speaking in <of> tongues? <laughs> I mean, and they're like too huggy, huggy. Y'all, they they look so adorable. I was almost, my feelings was almost hurt that they won't just, like, come out as a couple. Like, it's so beautiful. It could be so beautiful. Dude was, like, kissing him on the forehead. Like, he was in his lap. He was holding Picking him. Picking him up. Yeah, he picked him up. So tender. Um, and there was, like, a, there was a rumor. Um, somebody came out, like, a, a guy who said he was his gay lover or former gay lover. Mm-hmm. He wanted to expose him. Um, I guess because he was mad that Carrie said, came out and said he was not gay. Hmm. And the gay lover put um, sent out like uh, a picture of their text messages. Ooh, I didn't know that part. But you can't put too much into that because people do create. I could change your name yeah. in my phone and say hell yeah something. You Hit know? up your best friend like, hey, uh, have this fake conversation with me real quick. Yeah. So unless you just have the number on there, which that's what he should have done. If you're trying to expose, delete the name and just have the number. So people are like, oh shit, that is him. All but only the people who have this phone number would know about. But you you can always And if trace, they care about it, they probably give you a No, 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 no. No, you can trace a number to a name though. Oh, you can? Yeah. Be stalking, hell yeah! What the fuck is this? If somebody keeps calling me and texting, I'm gonna find out. Like, man, where does this number come from? (laughs) And I'm, but also, I mean, think about how many people have his number, like football friends and all that shit. So you're right. That would have came also. You just put in Kerry Rose, like "Mm, that does nothing. So we don't know if that was real or not. That was done. Could have done better for us. We would have known. We had some better information. This would have been juicier. And this was funny because it came out. It came out because the whole the whole conversation about Carrie Rose came out because I was on Facebook and somebody posted a picture of him getting married and their discussion was racial. <laughs> like, oh, he's marrying a white woman. 
all the bridesmaids are white, <laughs> all the groomsmen are black, and they're all like taking a picture together. I'm like, for one, she's white. I think she's Australian. Her family and friends are probably going to be white. And his family and friends are probably, his groomsmen are probably going to be black. So that, you acting like everybody here is in a relationship with each other. Chill out. And I was like, the main thing you guys need to worry about <laughs> is the fact that he gay. Gay, <laughs> he, gay, he gay, gay. So, but you had something to say about that. About her being a white woman, marrying well, a dude who's possibly gay. Oh, I have a little bit of a theory. Here we go. Uh, and it, 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 I could be completely wrong. And it could just be from my own scope and like my own experience in life. It could just be very one track, one sided. However, I do find there to be a pattern in a lot of DL men being with white women. And I was, I was like, why does that keep, why does it always happen so much? And I, I figure. A lot of these same men, they probably just scared of a black woman. Black women are so fucking intuitive. They don't put up with no bullshit. And they're going to second guess every goddamn thing you do. If you're a DL man and you're a fucking athlete, who going to check you? Not your white wife. They just going to let you get away with motherfucking murder. And then question you later when shit like blows up. Probably like too crazy. But I don't know. That's just my little... Just like, mm, it probably doesn't mean anything, but also it does happen quite a bit. So that's just my little piece. That's a theory. It's just my little piece. So I feel like, yeah, there's this fear of like the realness of a black woman and her being able to see right through your ass, I feel like. But, you know, any thoughts on that? <laughs> it's a theory. It's a theory. I, I'm not sure if race really has anything to play with it Mm -hmm. uh i think anyone could be intuitive right and if you're in tune with your relationship and there's that transparency Mm and that communication even if you are hiding something it's going to be evident so to me it seems like there's something off in the relationship like there's almost like an alternate agenda like you may have an idea Mm -hmm. that he may be gay but you're no but you know he's an athlete so you might just what take are you it. willing to put up with? Right. right. So, I, you know, it's a theory. Because I say that, but shit. Why black how how that translates to, too. you know, every day. Like, I'm not I'm not sure how that translates to every day. Right, but what right. would you really tolerate, you know, that for? You know, it, I guess it depends on the person. Because mm. I think sometimes you see people and relationships, you know, like you were saying earlier, just settling. Yeah. Uh, because they feel like there's not that many choices to choose from or a lot of people I well I put in two years already so right right we have children we have this yeah so I think it just it's kind of like circumstantial almost I don't know man you know those black women they are magicians I'm I'm just (laughs) (laughs) they be knowing some shit between my between my white friends who are women and my black friends who are women my white friends who are women they be putting up with some Bullshit. I'm like, and they don't even seem stressed about it. They're just like, I mean, yeah, it's like, no, and not that big of a thing right simple, now. And we can probably not, deal with that later and, on. And you have to talk about the kind of bullshit, like simple, like noticeable bullshit. Oh yeah, like, like clear red flags earlier. Yeah, because black women for sure put up with some shit. The, like, you, know, you know the most famous line. I just think it's funny how, <laughs> <laughs> and it's just off to the races from there. Yeah, I mean. But it's like the basic of shit. You're like, dude, are you serious? You're going to keep rolling with that? Like, Okay. You know he's sucking a dick, right? Anyway. But I think the only reason why I think I bring race into it too is because 
Because you with love race, race stuff. You no, always pull well, a race card. With race comes like with race comes like certain cultural like things that come along with dating somebody rape like does it of a different race. And I feel like in different cultures, different things are accepted or different things are like we, like recently we talked about like how black folks don't you know we haven't been the best at like discussing our mental health yada yada whereas white people they just they have the resources for that so like they all about being in a fucking therapist's office so it's like it's just different there are you know there are differences in dating you look, know or come on man whatever. I would like to do a poll on this but I am a hundred percent sure way more I mean way more white women or women from other races even like. His Mexican women, Asian women would be more likely to date a man that was possibly bisexual hmm. than black women. And I'm for sure about that. Well, you know, the black woman, she got to bring him back to her church. And, you know, she got to meet the family. And somebody in the and, family might love church. And, like, and, even if she's not religious, somebody religious they know. And it's that masculine thing, too, that is such a big thing in our community. Like, mm-hmm. they, like, once they think of a black man, their man... Mm-hmm. Having sex with a man, mm-hmm. he all of a sudden not is a no man. longer not a man. To right, him. right. Like that's it's it, true. and that's not the same. A lot of other people, shit, a lot of it's people of other cultures don't feel the same way. They just roll with it. Yeah. I mean, I've heard that. Oh my god! Like, or, or they'll or they'll do some shit like, oh, boys will be boys. He'll it's, like, a, it's just a phase. Yeah, it's just a phase. I thought it was a phase. Ah. Here we are with a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, shit. I'm glad it wasn't a phase. If you weren't gay, this wouldn't be a thing. <laughs> um, all right, so... I told y'all Joe just trying to make money off me. I don't really give a fuck about nothing else. You better stay gay, homie. <laughs> <laughs> Come out on TMZ in the future you, and shit that I'm straight for real. <laughs> you got hands. Joe would be pissed. <laughs> what? You straight? Disgusting. He'd be mad for a like, while, and then he'll flip it up and be like, "Oh yeah, we gonna market this for sure. Right, right. We gonna market no, this no, for no, sure. Absolutely away. not. I would replace him, and I would also he would outbid me. Yeah, he would outbid me. Yeah, I would replace him. That's a cool thing. Right you didn't have to go that low. I, I would replace him, but then I would say, "Hey, let's work with this. I mean, you out of the, me and the gay homie shit, but we gonna <laughs> you know talk about this and act like we really don't like each other now." Let's talk about straight yeah. men passing for gay. Yes. Because that will ever be a, th- a thing. <laughs> what if that... Okay. Let's, yeah. I wouldn't put it past society. I agree. Like, there's so many different... Fun- Our grandparents probably couldn't imagine the type of shit we're dealing with now. Like, anyhow. All right. Carrie Rhodes. So, moving on. <laughs> Boo-boo. Can I do that? Yeah, go ahead. You go ahead. You run it now. Go ahead. Uh, doo-doo. I don't, I don't know. It's not the same. <laughs> it doesn't pack the same Jeopardy punch. Yeah, I don't remember what it was. This drink kind of got to me. This is some um, yeah. This is some Hennessy, very special cognac we're drinking here. If Hennessy is listening and they want to sponsor us, uh, you know, uh, that would be great. Okay, we definitely not do some Hennessy. You a hater. <laughs> you are a full ass hater. Yo, let's get to the interview, man. Yeah, what's up? What's up, Adrian? What's good? So. We wanted to bring you on the show, of course, because we are centered around, you know, a straight and gay gay black man, you know, bridging the gap. I don't feel like often we talk about the women that play a role in that, whether you identify as as queer, as lesbian, or as a straight woman who supports the hell out of the gay community. 
um, or supports unions like these. So, um, you know, you do have a podcast as well that you told us a little bit about. Yes. Just, you know, tell people a little bit more about yourself and how yes. you found us. First of all, thank you so much for uh, inviting me over. Of it's course. been true. And uh, how I found you guys is actually through the episode with James. Oh, wow. So um, my girlfriend goes to school with James, and mm-hmm. I, saw the, I saw the episode on Twitter, and I was like, let me check this out, and Dumb. fell in love. So. Look at that. We out here reaching out to people. That's right. So <laughs> it's, it's so funny to be sitting here with you guys, because typically when I listen to my podcast is when I'm at work. I work mm-hmm. on graveyards, so 3, 4 in the morning, I'm mm-hmm. riding around listening and kicking it with y'all. So Oh, that's what's up. It's cool to be here. So That's dope, man. Here. We appreciate it. Definitely, definitely. Appreciate y'all the work you're doing. And uh, I felt like this would be a cute collaboration because it's it's like you're saying, your your aim here is to bridge the gap. You have an ally. You have right. someone within the community. Um, my thing is, you know, creating a space for people to, you know, voice their stories. I feel mm-hmm. like there's so much empowerment that comes from being able to tell your story the way that you would like to tell it. So, you know, we're talking about all these, you know, pop culture stories and there there's narratives being created, you know, around these people, mm-hmm. but they're not necessarily writing their own dialogue. Exactly. So what kind of power does that bring if you could get, you know, it's kind of like this Olivia Pope idea. Let's get in front yep. of it and create the narrative and, and have control of the narrative. Absolutely. And I think, you know, having power over your story and, the labels that you place on yourself, it'll give you, you know, position to move forward um, in authority and live your life the mm-hmm. way that you're supposed to live it, mm-hmm. which is, you know, with liberty, with dignity. Dang, man. You know? This is, it's kind of like where we're going with everything. Like, yeah. how me and you talk about stuff we want to do further, like, um, with this, and even in our personal ventures, like, we really want to tell we really want to make sure we're in a position where it's our story being told by us yeah like from every perspective because that gets diluted along the way like it gets watered down and Um, we've seen people tell our stories (laughs) (laughs) we've seen them fuck up our stories yo we're like why this could we look at this shit like wait this this don't feel real to us This shit don't feel natural. Like, yeah. come on. That's why I applaud everybody who is allowed to tell their story because I I can feel it. You like when you when it is when mm-hmm. you see it's their story. When you can tell before you even this look into it. You're like, oh yeah, this is this is real life. Yeah, I mean, it's as simple as like playing a game of telephone. You know, you start it. By the time you get to the end of it, it's a whole nother... Mm. It's like, I didn't say that shit. That didn't come <laughs> yep. out of my mouth. And yep. that's not even what happened, you know. And then you get the whole what happened was. Mm-hmm. But, you know, being able to tell your story for yourself and what that means to you, um, it really brings healing and brings some closure. And so that's kind of what I did with my podcast is, you know, the way uh, the synopsis of this story is, you know, I grew up Southern Baptist in the church. Oh. And very Where hetero. Are Where are you from? Uh... LA, like LA area, LA County. So I grew up, you know, Southern Baptist, going to church, faithfully involved in every ministry that you could ever think, Hmm. you know. And so I had this kind of rep as the pedestal, the goody two shoes of, 
the children's department, the youth department, the young adult department. Oh, you was deep in the I church. was deep. I was literally <laughs> trying to be the next one to get a Bible. No joke. Like, I really, <laughs> I was trying to be that prophetess out here just <laughs> repping. And I got to my freshman year of college. and Now you're a prophetess of. <laughs> of the gays. Yeah. Who knew nice. my story yeah. would change like that? It was training you for something you didn't even know it could. It was so, it was so, it's so funny to be on this side because, you know, we talk about, you know on this side versus that side right. or whatever. But I was the one that was up in front of the church talking about, you know, Prop 8 and why mm. why do gays need marriage? Oh, and, my God. Oh, Ooh. I was deep. Like, you guys oh just don't even understand. They got you. They, they did. <laughs> they did. But back when Twitter After Dark was uh, creeping, hey, listen. I was right up and in there. Oh, listen. <laughs> oh, my a, God. Hey. Damn fool. Hilarious. Like pure J. Cole, straight virgin, sit here and talking all this shit like I know what I'm talking about. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it was embarrassing. Mm. But I found my first girlfriend on Twitter and she actually lived not too far from here. I always get sentimental getting down here around oh, Normandy wow. and Western. I'm like, ooh. Because I used to, I mean, bus, train, two hour rides from the IE coming down to see her like, God damn. Every, every weekend, straight 19. Talk and about I, that freedom. Like when you, when you got with this woman, like, the freedom that there was no freedom yet even when you were with her like just you and her when it was me and her it felt good obviously i i was i was truly a virgin the whole true love waits you know mm. let's wait until marriage to mm. you know engage in any type of sexual activity i was pretty 100 about that you know what i mean so you know everything felt good because it's, these are my first experiences right. guy or girl these, these are my first experiences but the issue was I was having a lot of internal conflict mm, with totally growing up Southern Baptist, having this deep-rooted faith and religion and relationship with God was conflicting with this relationship that I was having. Damn. So I actually started, I, I attended a Christian Baptist school for college, and I went to their counseling center, and I truly believe this uh, white lady, this older white lady that was seeing me was homophobic. Because through a series of events, which you can check out on my coming out episodes, um, she filed a CPS report, and basically that's the police came to my to my mom's house and. So we hear wow. your daughter is having sex with another woman. We need to ask her some questions. What kind of sex? What are you having? In penetration? Wait all a minute. That. Wait. The police oh, can. Feeling it? Nah. <laughs> oh my bad. <laughs> Good. <laughs> the the police can do that. Well, they they needed it was an investigation, a preliminary investigation. Nothing ever happened from that situation. Right. What the yeah. fuck is that? That's crazy though. Yeah. Like what is this the eighteen hundreds? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. So it was really fucked up. But basically, my mom was just a wreck. Like, that's fucked up. Was, she was a wreck from that, and so. You know, from there is my shit got blown up. Yeah. Like, and I had no time to prepare or anything like that. And mind you, I I want I'm I'm currently in school pursuing counseling psychology, so I want to be a therapist. That's great. Which took me a minute to come back around to because I was like, fuck that. Like, you know, you, you talk about the black community mental health. I was like, I got to talk to somebody about this. Yeah. Like what I'm feeling. I was like, if they have this much power to flip a shit on their life, like why would I want to? Why would I want to be a part of this? You know what I mean? But I through some internal, you know, work and sifting, I was able to process all that. But, you know, going back as an adult now and interviewing my mom, my dad, my brother and sister, kind of finding out 
what they thought about that time in my life. Not necessarily asking for their approval because love them, but I don't really give a damn about that. I don't need that. Mm -hmm. um, it was more so closure for me. And so that's kind of how I opened up this podcast. I never expected it to be this kind of healing process for me. I never saw that coming, but it's been so beneficial to my mental health, to my personal growth. I mean, you know, even after those episodes, I was I was kind of a fuckboy <laughs> in, in the realest sense. You know, I was cheating on my girlfriend with my best friend. I interviewed both of them. And this was was this around like the beginning this stages? Is, this is the beginning. Listen, y'all, when you were, when you were, when you were fresh, when you when you knew, when you out that gate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you know, I interviewed them, and I was like, I want, I want closure. I want to, I want to finish up this chapter of my life. Um, you know, I think a lot of people just going through coming out, mm -hmm. trying to get a hold on that and what that means in correlation to my you know, my spiritual relationship with God and then also being a fuckboy, people tend to adapt those labels like, oh, I'm a cheater and right, I'm, I'm no right. good. And I really had to peel back the layers. I fucked up owning that mm -hmm. and, and taking accountability for my actions, my mistakes, but understanding that I am not my mistakes. And I think somebody probably needs to hear that. No, you know for I mean? sure. How it's, you? it's hard. I'm 24. Okay. Old soul. Okay. Because I, I hung out with all the elders growing up. so It'd be like that. It, it does. It'd it be like that. I definitely can relate to that. But, you know, understanding <laughs> that what I wanted to do was, I knew this was, a, this, this was a very delicate space I was walking to, asking people to share the most intimate spaces of their lives and their experiences with someone they've never met, mm -hmm. never seen. You only know me through social media. So I said, the only way that this is going to work in my mind is if I create that by being transparent, by yeah. by setting the tone with vulnerability. And the response has been so amazing. And to hear some of people's stories, some people, bitch, I always knew I was gay. Well, well <laughs> damn, must be nice. To must kinda, be nice. Must be nice to just walk in that. But they embrace that and they, mm -hmm. knew the, they knew that about themselves and they just accept it and they live their lives unashamed. And we need those examples. And we, and we need those examples. And then you have the other side of the spectrum where they're getting dragged out of the closet. Yeah. You know, enduring homelessness for couple weeks which couple leads months. to all kinds of drug use prostitution yeah. it goes a, it goes a lot of different ways but it's been an honor truly to okay to share that so i know you said uh, you were always in the church but during that time so all those years growing up nope didn't know so you so you were never looking at women like no it, it didn't have like i didn't have any kind of in like I can't even say intuition because it was like in high school where I, I mentioned in my letter, there was two insignificant people in my lives, you know, just being a thought on social media, but nothing ever happened, never mm -hmm. really interacted. Nothing came from those things. So I'm just thinking, ah, well, this is probably nothing. And hmm. I'm just talking about the attraction. Nothing. Damn, that's crazy. Freshman year came and got me. Just snatched you me were right so, up. So what do you, what do you, why do you think that was? Like, were you so focused at, on I guess, the Lord? At, at, yeah, the task <laughs> at hand, like the church. Like, that was your... Yeah, it was. I think that really came from the way that I grew up. When I was about seven, uh, my dad just disappeared, like, up and disappeared. So it left my mom and my brother and me just kind of in poverty. Our family was, 
you know, a wreck. And so from there, my mom was like, look, I don't want y'all hitting these streets, so you're going to hit this church. And so we were in church. like that was, your, that was your therapy. And that was my therapy. And it was also very Damn. strong for me because, you know, God tends to be this image of a heavenly father. And that was for real for me. You Damn. know, it was for real. That's and deep. so it was, you know, you hear people that are just, you know, they, they want to play this religiosity card and, mm-hmm. you know, walk the halls of the church and, you know, praise Lord saints. And it, it's not real to them. It was real to me because it was my reality. Yeah. You know, not knowing where my next meal was coming from. And my mom's like, y'all better pray. Cause that was your backbone right there. It, it was. So, yeah, that was my, that was my focus. It was my everything. Wow. Okay. That's, wow. John, so before uh, we talked about um, the interview with you. He told me that you consider yourself queer. Yeah. What does that mean? Queer to me is just, I, I consider queerness to be more androgynous than anything. I'm not, I'm more pansexual in terms of like, I'm open to anybody and anyone that basically gets my rocks off for if I'm just being 100. Like, I think to me it's more about a, a connection, a physical connection, a, a mental connection, emotional connection. Um, but queer to me is more androgynous. I think to each individual, it has a different definition mm-hmm. um, that can be molded to them specifically. But I don't feel confined to just women or just men or just, you know, because there's more on the gender spectrum than just men and women. Do you think that what makes, because I'm sitting here now thinking, and as a member of the you know LGBTQ community, I often wonder, like, okay, well, what's the difference between pansexual, queer, and bisexual? What would you be able to, like, I guess, I'm, clarify? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, like, a scholar in all no, things right, LGBT. Right. I just want to put that out as a preface. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because We're all I, learning. I, I make that a point. I've had trans people come on, and mm-hmm. I said, look, my experiences interacting with trans people have been very limited, so please forgive me. I want to be respectful. I'm learning. Right, and I make that right. a point to emphasize that. But my understanding of bisexuality is, you know, an attraction to men and women. And and I'm assuming that's through I'm assuming that's through cis, cisgender right, right. um identity. Mm-hmm. Um pansexual is someone that's attracted to anyone on the spectrum. So whether that's, you know, trans non-binary like anywhere on the spectrum it's it's pretty open to anyone and everyone in terms of attraction right and you queer i think is more of an identity that that can be molded to you to the person specifically i don't think there's like a a definitive definition for queer but i could be wrong and if someone knows better than i do please slide up in my uh Gmail, do tell right. podcast at gmail.com and let me know because I'm open to learning. Yeah, let us all know for real. I mean, look, let me know for sure. <laughs> my, eyes, my, <laughs> my eyes so big right now. <laughs> I'm like, what? What is it? Like, when she said pansexual, I was like, what the fuck is that? It's a, it's, a, it's a lot. Like, I'm not even going to lie. Yeah. I think you can understand that being someone, again, within I'm, the community. I'm still learning all the time. We don't know. We in it and we don't know. So how do... You know, I understand that there's got to be some grace extended to allies Mm -hmm. and, you know, hetero people that may not understand because I don't know everything and I'm in it. So I'm thinking about this and I I have to I start thinking about my privilege. (laughs) No, seriously. Like and I and I feel that there is some privilege here for me because 
I didn't go through any of this. Like I didn't, I, from day one. And I'm also in a, in a society where, you yeah. know, you don't have so, to. Yeah, I don't have to, hey, I'm fine. Like they don't, nobody's gonna be mad at me for liking girls, you know. Or for not addressing someone by their correct, you know. <laughs> that too, but <sighs> then this is, I bring this up to say, these are our sisters, our brothers. We must be understanding of what they're going through. You can't just sit here like, whatever. Like, she's just gay. She says she's... And you know what? Even there's if more you to don't it. understand it, respect it. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, just listen. Mm-hmm. Be welcoming. Be open. And just give them a fucking ear. Like, just because it's not your story don't mean it's, a, it's not a story. Right. And we all got one. That's yeah, it. For sure. Um, so, do people fight you on the whole, um, on you considering yourself queer? Do they? I think in college, <laughs> I think I got a little bit more of that, you know, they like to, oh, Adrian, you're just like a soft stud, stud, butch, uh, lesbian, basically. I think more people um, would actually kind of push me on that. But then they would be mad because I was talking to a couple dudes like, hmm. I don't, I, I told you what I told you. So if you, <laughs> honestly, and I hate that. honestly, <laughs> that's kind of where I'm at, especially when you start talking about, and this is one thing I, I took away from James's interview is if someone tells you what their sexual orientation is or what their gender identity is, it's not for you to decide you know, yeah. if it's right or if it's wrong. Whether that's, yeah. Point blank, it's none of your goddamn business. You know what I'm saying? It's like, these are their experiences. This is their identity. This is their attraction. And it has nothing to do with you. Mm-hmm. So what you can do is just shut up. Like, and, I mean, and you can have an opinion. You just don't have to... You can't you don't. You don't have to share it with them. <laughs> like, who But doesn't? also, if you educate yourself... Maybe your opinion, you might start seeing your opinion change a little bit. Like, a lot of times, it's because people aren't open to just educating them themselves. And like you said, just listen. Like, yeah. listen. Stop fighting information. Go get sometimes it. If you know, sometimes if you know someone's story or where they're coming from, it makes it a lot easier to accept, like, oh, I can see how you could have come to that place. Like, you know. Yeah, but I, it's just not your place at the end of the day. That, exactly. That's the point that I'm making. If someone is saying that this is their... You know, sexual attraction. It's it's not up to you to say if it's. Yeah. Yeah. That just, sounds just, foolish to me. Just respect it. Like, if you, you don't even have to respect it, just shut the fuck up because it's it's not you're not laying down with nobody. So true. Chill. True, but at the same time, I mean, shit. I'm gonna talk about it. No, right. I'm I mean, just saying. I, I think there's a there's a fine line though of like <laughs> open open dialogue as opposed to like. Because some people, I feel like they only want to have open dialogue to, at the end of it, tell you, and see, that's why I have a problem with this. And then I'm just like, oh, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, because you have those people who are arrogant as fuck, and they just, like, pretend they're open-minded to for their own self-righteous bullshit, right. you know? Because yeah. I, I will say, like, my intent is never to be shitting on anyone or right, to be right. disrespectful. Like, I, I do want to know, mm-hmm. and I do want to discuss. So, yeah, I'm... I'm gonna get in there and ask you some questions. And damn, sometimes I look back on that interview and I feel like I should ask more. 
I thought that interview was so well done. Wait, with the James one? Yeah. No, I appreciate yeah. it. He's hard on himself. He's J- Joe is a real journalist, y'all. <laughs> he made, Yo, after every episode, he's like, you know what? I, I really was, didn't hit I, on I such and such. I was honestly mad listening to that episode because I was like, damn, anything I wanted to ask, you know, James is done now. Like, <laughs> I, I can't even do this interview because... They did ask, ask nice. everything that I would ask. I don't even have nothing I, else look, to Look, we, we actually really like sat there like, okay, we wrote down so many questions. We Our really board did. was... It was so well done. If you haven't heard that episode, you need to go back and listen to it. Episode 8. the shit was... That's, that's the kind of stuff that's going to change the culture. Yeah. Um, it's funny that. though. We need more of those because even though... It, like I hear that, and I and I believe that until I talk to some people who are and, on the other side of the fence. And all they all they had to say was, "I can't believe he doesn't, you know, let women know." Oh, let's gay. get into that. Because oh, because it's all fear based. Let's get into that because I know y'all saw the rapid fire tweets from like no, three I, in the morning. I, yeah, I definitely saw your tweets. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, we bring her on here." So here's the thing about that. So almost forgot about that. James, James was saying, depending on the relationship, he he may or may not let the woman know that he's interested in, whether dating or you know casually sleeping mm-hmm. with, know whether he he's a bisexual male. Again, this kind of goes back to the point, like my, my sexual my my sexual attraction, my orientation. That's really none of your business. People were missing the mark, mm-hmm. so you know instead of rolling up, if I roll up on you and ask you, hey, you ever bid somebody over that you know got a penis between their legs you're gonna regardless if you have or haven't you're gonna feel some type of way because that's not the that's not what you're getting at what you're getting at you know people are talking mm-hmm. about you know well i want to protect myself and this that and the third well ask about carfax then ask about <laughs> le- when was the last time you got tested right when was the last time you got tested and and do you it's have true. that on record it's true because if you're asking, when was the last time, you know, have you ever slept with a man? You're asking something else. Exactly. You're asking out of a place of bias, out of a place of homophobia. Mm-hmm. Like, you might want to just check yourself. If you're just, if you're being brutally honest with yourself, why does that even matter? It doesn't matter. It really doesn't. Because if you're talking about protecting yourself and, you know, well, I know the stats say this, that, and the third. Okay, but people aren't here sucking dick with no condom. Let's talk about that. Like... That's still STDs. Think, think that, and <laughs> um, that's my point. Y'all better keep on sucking dick without condom. Shit. my thing is, no don't, <laughs> don't go acting brand new because he's bi. Yeah. Talking about I want to be safe when you're out here sucking homeboy's dick around the corner. Girl, I feel With you. no condom. So if you're asking, if, if you feel like you need to ask, well, has he ever been with a man? That's That's something else. Because mm-hmm. if you're genuinely concerned about you're still see, you're still only seeing me by by sex. Yeah. So right. if you're if you're genuinely concerned about contracting something, then why don't y'all go get tested before you fuck? Why don't you have because that that's just too much to ask Thank of you. somebody that's supposed to be a responsible, <laughs> consenting adult. Because people can't lie. But like I said, so if you got like I said before, I, if you get a little card, I, like I said, before, when you get I tested, am, I, am you okay. just go, I actually am okay with um, being asked a question. So no, ladies, yeah. if you ask me, have I been with him? Joe's I a would, different case. Because I don't care. Like, it's a quick question. I'm like, all right, nah. I will say. But there's a lot of guys who are just going to sit there and lie to No, me. right. I, so, I will say this, Carfax though. Carfax don't lie, though. That's my point. Because I did, tr- I, did, see, yes, I did say that, that I would bring this up to him. My homeboy, um, you know, of course, he will remain unnamed. Uh, he is HIV positive. And, he, you know, he reached out to me and let me know that some of the things we were saying were factual, but... Some of them can be detrimental to the cause only because 
he contracted HIV from not a, like from like a man being with a man, he, from a man that was with a woman who brought it to him. So it's right. like you you have a lot of different cases, and everyone likes to pull like they have the actual stats on who has HIV and who doesn't. And where it's coming from and how it got into the community it's and just, all of that. You know, and it's, it's like, assumed. that's the wrong way to go about that. Like, it's completely wrong. And it's, yeah, it's presumptive, like, as hell. But, you know, we got work to do in that department. I agree. And honestly, there's just, there's so much out here. There's PrEP, there's PEP, there's mm-hmm. condoms. I know people don't like condoms. I get that. But, again, my, my point and what I took away with that episode is you're asking the wrong question. If you want to be safe, mm-hmm. then go get tested. Yep. Have that conversation about when was the last time you get te- you got tested. But if you're asking me, it's like, that's cool if you're if you're good with somebody asking you, hey, you've been, you know, bent or you, you ever poke another nigga with your dick or whatever. <laughs> like, you know, that's, that's fine if you're comfortable with that. But I, 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 <laughs> I still recognize that that's coming from a different yeah, place. So yeah. You need to check yourself because that's some bullshit. So, I'm about to go get tested now. Word, every six months. Yeah. Steady or, relationship or not. Or sooner. Yeah. I don't know what you're doing on here, Easter. If you if you running if you're running wild, go ahead. <laughs> John. My dry I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, so dry. <laughs> Anyhow. It's time to use lube. Anyway. Anyhow. <laughs> lube is crucial, let's be honest. Let's be honest. Hey. I mean, I don't normally use no lube. <laughs> well, you know. Different strokes. Yeah, Literal saying. different strokes for different folks. Yeah. Yo, yes, indeed. Indeed. Okay. <laughs> All right. It's going somewhere. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, John, go ahead. With what? Another question or something. This is an interview. What? Okay, John, go I ahead. We had a list. <laughs> the, we we talking about it. We have we flowing here. But we weren't. We stopped. So I have to like look Calm at you. Calm your ass down. Yeah. All right. That's I'm, the only part we're going to edit out now because you know that. No. <laughs> These parts are awkward. No one wants to hear them. They love them, actually. They hate them. We become real people. I hate them. Too. It's I, my show. Because I, <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> okay? John thinks... The Beyonce horns are coming out. John, this is my group. John thinks I'm here to sabotage his life. We were looking at pictures today. I was like, oh, that's a good one. No. Look at my face. But it, And then when he asked everybody else around him, they were all like, that's an atrocious picture, John. <laughs> I'm like, of course, because he looked good in his side of the fucking you photo. You can't even see my face. Oh, go to hell. What the fuck? Go to hell. I didn't even care about that. I thought it was a hilarious photo. But never mind. My opinion doesn't matter. I'm glad you know that. That's how women feel, you know? <sighs> Those women. I mean, I'm actually dumb. I'm actually dumb with my questions. Gosh. I feel, like, I feel like Adrian just schooled us. She know? really did. Like, I mean, I for a minute, we didn't have to ask any questions. She was... She gave us a lot of really good information, man. Words, this is, man. I enjoyed this. I enjoyed this whole podcast. Likewise. Um, Thanks for having me, guys. And I'm going to give myself a pat on the back. I think I did a great job you today. Did. You did. <laughs> what a <laughs> masturbatory piece of shit. Balling like Serena. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fucking goddamn Serena. Woohoo! Man. Serena! Stupid pregnancy. <laughs> Ooh, if I see Go ahead and have your little mixed baby. <laughs> And guess what, Serena? He's going to be a shit tennis player. He ain't going to be shit. You're bitter. I'm just kidding. I'll feel so bad about that. I'm I'm joking, people. Don't don't start messaging Stoning. John. Because you never messaged me. 
always got to hit John up on his fucking Facebook. Um, your co-host, he did. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. It's fucking jokes. Eat a dick. Nah, yeah. Yeah, eat one. Anyway. They're not that bad, y'all. What, dicks? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> got him. This oh, is man. me and the gay homie. I don't know why you thought he would be offended by that. Dude, you know how many times? All right. So, I mean, he said someone. I was like, man, suck a dick, man. He's like, I already did. I was like, oh, shit. This like, doesn't work here. This does not work. Yeah, never mind. I was like, eat a vagina. He's like, ugh. <laughs> Yuck. All right. I think we're done. Yeah, I think we're done. Here. All right, look, man. So, I mean, we always talk about this, but um, I want to just... Talk about it again. Be a friend to your friends. Like your homeboys, especially as men, be a real pal. Listen to their, listen to what they have to talk about. Yeah. Anything they're going through. I bring this up because a lot of us are committing suicide. I'm not bringing up any one person, but it's happening. Your homeboy's going through some shit. Listen to him. Be a phone call away. No, don't just brush off the shit that he's going through. Like tell him to man up. You go through shit to listen up. I think this popped up because I was watching Insecure on a plane. And <laughs> he went, um, dang, what's the, what's the guy's name? The um, Issa's uh, boyfriend. Lawrence. Lawrence called his homeboy. They did and have, he a, wanted very, they to had have a very healthy relationship. No, but look, he wanted to talk to his boy. Mm-hmm. And his boy was at the bar. Oh, and that, yeah. He got, right when he like wanted to talk about his relationship with Issa, he was like, yeah, man, I'll hit you back. Like, mm-hmm. We got to be, we have to be, we have to let our brothers know, like, we are here for sure. Like, you don't have to beat around the bush. Because not you don't to have be, to do any of that. We're here. Talk. Yeah. Let's let's do this. We can't let you go out and be ready to murder yourself or murder somebody else. That's what I was else. about to say. Like, you like, don't want oh, that to yeah. be the last time you heard him, heard from him was the time you told him, I'll hit you back. Because I mean, he was doing some bullshit. What if Aaron Hernandez had a homeboy that he could go to and talk about this? Maybe Olin Lloyd is still alive. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so petty. We're awful. Hey, yeah. So, yo, Y'all we're going to put drill. this out. We're going to put this out. And uh, I want you to like, share, review, all that. And, Y'all been uh, doing a good job. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, just, you know, keep keep reviewing. Keep sharing. And we don't have merch yet. It was just, you know. Just a little teaser. Yeah, that's it. Keep you on your toes. But uh, it's coming soon. Um, we got a GoFundMe coming, so you guys oh, yeah, help yeah. your boys out. We're trying to push this. Um, yeah, any last words, folks? Just kind of piggyback off of you were saying, it's you know, black community especially, like we were saying earlier, it's, it's hard to talk about mental health. Mm-hmm. And if you don't want to see a therapist, you need to establish a group of people as your support system. Like he's saying, get some good, solid friends. Don't get you no messy friends that are you know inconsistent. You need to get you a solid group of people that are going to hold you down through no matter what you're going through. The shit that matters. And and also developing a self-care strategy that's that's good for you. So drink some water, y'all. Go to the gym. <laughs> you know, it's good to get loose and work out. Yeah. Also journaling. You know, these are the things that are going to help with, you know, any type of um, mental illness. I mean, especially when you're talking about anxiety, depression, those are the things that you want to have in your pocket that you can tangibly do to keep yourself healthy and help with your uh, mental health. So 
those things are crucial and reach out to us we got you we are your you know allies we are your gay homies hey, a, few, a few folks are ready to that's right and i'm i don't by any means call myself anybody's counselor i was not ready for some of the messages i was getting i was just like Okay, John, you did a podcast. You put yourself out there, right? People right. need help. Just can y'all send me a message? Shit, I don't want to talk to y'all. Right? God, shit. <laughs> God. I want to talk about some shit. All I want to do is like the fuck out your Instagram. Ha. Anyhow. Word. <laughs> and also, you know, do me a solid and check out my shit over yes. at dotellpodcast.com, yes, the website. Uh, there's bio. There is uh, some journal entries that I I link up there. Just kind of tracking my progress from when I started to present. It's very exciting to see the growth, um, the different collaborations and things that are happening, oh, as yeah. well as the episodes. Uh, you could also keep an eye out for YouTube, um, putting up some videos, featured in some videos. And shout out to soul.lgbt, um, who I'm also partnering with. So head over to their website nice. at soul, S-O-U-L-E dot L-G-B-T. And you could also check out my feature on their website. So... Spell uh spell out the do tell for everyone. Uh do tell do tell podcast dot com. I might have thought it was D U E. I'm just like, oh, you know, <laughs> you know we be doing some ghetto shit, but no. But you can also find me on social media at do tell podcast everywhere. Sure. Yeah, we're gonna put this in the description as well. Thank you. Definitely. So thank yeah. you. And Y'all are solid. Oh shit! Now I know what you were saying. Yeah, fool. Damn man, you talking about me? I'm on my shit. Finally. <laughs> Yeah, I shouldn't have been drinking. Nah, look, Adrian, you came through. <laughs> I'm feeling all warmed up. I'm glad. You know? It's the least I could do. Yeah, I mean, just help, helps with smooth conversation. <laughs> and on that note. On it, everything and everything and what's. But it isn't that way. And now I'm